This is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Can I hear somebody give me a big amen? Amen. Let, 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 let's do some teachings. Let's do some teachings. How do you avert drowning? How do you prevent the devil from drowning your future academic pursuits? How do you prevent the devil from drowning the courtship you have started and your young marriage? How do you prevent the devil from drowning your children who have just started class one? How do you stop the devil from drowning your father's business? How do you stop the devil from drowning your parents' marriage? How do you stop the devil from drowning your young family? How do you stop the devil from drowning your green card application? Two things. Number one, have a vision of Christ. And number two, hear the voice of Christ. Number one, have a vision of Christ. Two, have, hear the voice of Christ. Vision, one, two, voice. Vision. When they saw Jesus, when they saw the visibility of Jesus, When they saw Jesus, they said, hey, it's a ghost. And they were terrified. But what you have not calculated is that they saw Jesus before they heard the voice of being a ghost. They saw Jesus first. So when they saw Jesus, notwithstanding the voices they were hearing that this can be ghosts, alas, they have seen Jesus already. You didn't understand. I'll break it down. The reason why this problem will never kill you is because you have seen Jesus already. Increase that clap of faith if I'm ministering to you. If this problem would drown you, you wouldn't have known Jesus before. But now I came here as a prophet to let you know it's too late for the devil to drown you because you have seen. When they saw Jesus, then they heard voices. But alas, they had seen Jesus already. And it was enough. Here were three things. I call them three, the satanic trinity. The satanic trinity fighting the disciples. Number one, it was dead dark. Total darkness. In the wee hour of 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And the wind had blown them. The storm had shifted them to the most dangerous spot on the Sea of Galilee. Those of you who have been to Galilee with me before, it's, it's amazing. Oh, Jesus Christ. When you are in that boat and we are driving, uh, we are sailing on 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 uh, uh, the on the Sea of Galilee, and we are worshiping. It's amazing. Recently, some Koreans went to Israel, 
And then while they were on the Sea of Galilee, this woman was eagerly and anxiously and was excited and was taking photographs all over the place. Then her purse containing her credit card, her money, everything, keys, fell into the uh, water. And the thing went down. And then the woman said, oh, last, my purse has fallen. And then she said, you know what? If Jesus Christ performed miracles in this sea, on this water, in this river, then my purse must swim afloat and it must come on top. So, together with the other Koreans, they started praying. They started praying. They started praying. 15 minutes into their prayer, the purse started swimming from under the water and came to the surface of the water and then one of the captain assistant took something and then just took it like they are taking fish. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. He performed miracles in the Galilee thousands of years ago and today he's performing miracles. You are not coming to Jesus. Jesus is coming to you in your storm. Somebody clap your hands and shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. So number one, dark hours, night. Then here was the first part of the Trinity, Satanic Trinity. Then the wind was blowing them. What is the wind? The wind is that spiritual entity that blows you out of visibility whenever a miracle is trying to locate you. Whenever a miracle, somebody wants to do something for you, suddenly there is this wind that blows you out of sight. Blows you out of visibility. It's over. It's over. It's over. Clap your hands and say, devil. Devil. You can't blow me out of visibility. You can't blow me out of visibility. And the wind. And the wind. Coming to shift me. Coming to shift me. From my location. From my location. Of grace. Of grace. You will fail. You will fail. You will fail. You will fail. Please blot up your hands and clap your hands and say, devil. Devil. You will fail. You will fail. Shout yes. Yes. Here is the second trinity. Second member of the trinity, the devil was fighting them. Then the storms. The storm is a combination of wind and water. So the storm was so strong, the wind was so strong, it would literally blow water and raise water and the water could be just, I mean, beyond beyond their height level and the, you know, at a certain level that you can see that that's what this one is over. So what is the storm? The storm is that spirit of the devil that tries to cover your visibility so that people who want to help you cannot find you. The first one, you are blown out of position, out of location. The second one, they have covered you. They are finding you. They cannot find you. The man who will marry you, he has seen you, but he hasn't seen you. He has seen you. But for some reason, there's a storm that is covering you. Clap your hands and scream and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every storm. Every storm. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Clap your hands and say, Be quiet. Be quiet. Oh, usually when I preach like this, one sentence I should let you think. Because you are just remembering the opportunities that you missed. And you didn't understand why you missed those opportunities. These are the reasons. 
There was a wind. There was a storm. And here's the third member of the Trinity, Satanic Trinity, the water itself. The same water that had denied the disciples, Peter and his friends, fish. A man comes and he says, catch the fish. They catch the fish and the Bible says, and their vessel began to sink. The same water was trying to sink them. So what is the water here? The water is that spirit that has denied you the miracle. And now you get the miracle, they want to sink the miracle. The same spirit that has denied you of the marriage. Now you are married, they want to destroy the marriage. The same spirit that denied you raising a child, having a child, getting pregnant. Now by the grace of God, you have a child and the child is sick. The same spirit that deny you admission to university. Now you get university and now they don't want you to pay your school fees. Clap your hands and scream, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Oh, come on, clap your hands and scream and say, the devil be liar. The devil be liar. I can't hear you. Clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Then Jesus said to them, cheer up, it is I. Cheer up, it is I. Now that word, it is I, in the Greek language, simply is referring to Exodus chapter 3, verse number 14. The secret name of God, the holy name of God, the covenant name of God, Yahweh. Moses asked God, so when I go to the people of Israel, and then they ask me, who sent you? What should I tell them? He said, when you go, tell them that I am that I am. I have no beginning, I have no end. Before the beginning began, I am. Tell them the eternal God who does not change in glory and in form, I have sent you. So here's what Jesus is telling them. Jesus is saying, cheer up, be happy. Because I am, I have come into your storm. John. When you read the, the book of John, you come across several phrases where Jesus Christ is invoking Exodus chapter 3 verse number 14 to, to, to his deity and his sovereignty and his, yes, deity and sovereignty. He is human, but if you make a mistake and you miss his deity, you miss his glory. Don't make that mistake. I'm a full blown human being. My name is Sam Kranchiankra. But in this realm, don't joke. I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving in some other realms. I, I'm in some realms. The words that I'm speaking, they, I'm, I'm not speaking words of my own. I'm coming from the throne room of God, and God has tailor make the word to heal somebody, to transform somebody, to change somebody, to encourage somebody, to lift up somebody. Clap your hands and say, I hear the word. I hear the word. Don't, don't miss that. Don't miss that at all. So, Jesus Christ 
in the book of John describes himself. Here are a few of them. Here are a few of them. Now, he said one day, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Who is Jesus Christ talking to? Jesus Christ is talking to somebody who is who wants to find meaning to life. You are, you are so confused. You have tried everything, but nothing is working. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Cheer up. It's not a ghost. It's me, Jesus. I am the one. The other time I heard Jesus also saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. So who is it addressing? Jesus is talking to people who are confused and need directions in life. When you are confused and, and you need direction in life, I, I recommend you to, the, I am Jesus. He says, I am the light. I came to show the world and I came to lead people to God. The other time I heard Jesus saying, I am the door. Anyone who does not come through me is a thief. I am the door. Who is he talking to? Jesus is talking to people who are looking for opportunities. They are looking for doors to open for them and they have struggled. They have struggled. They have prayed. They have done everything that they can. And yet the door is not opening. Jesus Christ says, I am the door. The other time I heard Jesus Christ also say, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Who is he talking to? He is talking to people who feel afraid and who feel insecure. When you sleep, you are so scared. Because the sickness has killed somebody next door. The disease has killed one cousin, one nephew. And you are thinking about who is the next. You heard about the armed robbery in that street. And you are asking which street is the next. For the people who feel afraid, for the people who feel insecure. Remember, Jesus Christ says, I am the good shepherd. I am the one that can keep my sheep. I am the one that watches over my sheep. The other time I heard Jesus Christ say, I am the bread sent from heaven. I am the bread. I am the bread. I am the bread sent from heaven. Who is he talking to? He's talking to those who struggle to put bread on the table. Those who struggle to feed their families. Those who struggle to pay their bills. Those who struggle to pay their children's school fees. I am the bread of life. I am the bread sent from heaven. So when Jesus, when they saw Jesus, what did they see? How do you Swim. How do you stay on top of the water? Number one, have a vision of Jesus. See Jesus. When they saw Jesus. Number two, hear the voice of Jesus. When they heard, hear the voice of Jesus. I'll be coming to that. So, here was what shocked them. See, same environment. Twelve disciples in a boat. So the weight of the boat plus the weight of the twelve should be enough to resist the storm. But the storm had whipped them and beaten them and pushed them and pushed them from the shore and had taken to, to the, them to the most dangerous spot of the Galilee where this time 
they knew that it was it was done. The wind, the storm, which was the combination of water and wind. And their boat was not stable. Then at the other end, they saw a man. And around this time, Jesus was around 30 years. And I can tell you his physique. I can tell you because Jesus Christ, one thing I can tell David, son up. One thing I can tell you, Jesus at 30 was not like this one. Sit down. Jesus at 30. Please come, young man. Come. Yeah, Jesus Christ, he ate well. He wasn't eating too much fatty food. Jesus was not eating uh, fast food. Jesus was always fasting. Jesus was always climbing hills. There were no BMWs and there were no cars. So Jesus was always doing walking. So Jesus at 30 years was like this man. Except that this man, his head is not nice. That's all. Jesus is more handsome. No, no, you, you'll be okay. It's, it's poverty that has made you the way you are. But this one, the, the Lord is coming to you. You don't come to the Lord. You wait. He's coming to your storm. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor? Can you get up and tell three people, say, you don't come. You, Jesus is coming. Say, Jesus is coming to where you are. Tell somebody, say, say, Jesus is coming to where you are. Oh, come on, prophesy to somebody. Say, Jesus is coming to where you are. If you shout amen, I know you are in this teaching. If you shout amen, I know you are receiving from me. If you shout amen, I know you are overcoming pandemic and sickness and fear and insecurity. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will never drown. I will never drown. Say, let the devil hear you. I will never drown. Twelve people, their weight plus the vessel's weight could not stand the storm. And then Jesus, the size of this man, was coming. They could see his long hair. The wind blowing the hair. His beard. And then they could see his long robe. But the more the storms hit him, the more. How come that twelve of us in our vessel we are not able to this man. If, if for Christ we're performing this, for Christ will say. It was frightening. Now, here is where the fright comes from. It was not because they were so afraid negatively, but they were afraid beyond comprehension. Beyond understanding. Here was the second thing they saw. They saw two things. So, one, somebody was bracing through the storm. Then the second thing, that one, after that one, they will not understand until they go to heaven. The same storm that had risen its tides against them and was covering their head 
And the storm was hitting them and was sinking and their boat was moving left, right, center, no direction. Same storm. They saw that this man Jesus, the storms were under his feet and was walking upon them. What is this? Same storm which is sinking us, some of the two is walking. The problem you are scared of is under the feet of the master. Jesus. I want the prophecy to sink and it is not sinking well. I'm going to repeat again the prophecy. The problem you are afraid of is under the feet of your master. And he says, cheer up. Cheer up. I am he. I am the one. I am Cheer up. Cheer up. Don't be afraid. The master is speaking. Cheer up. Be of good cheer. I am he. The hymn we did in the first service. Very powerful hymn. Let, let's, let's do that hymn. On Christ the soul, Big rock I stand. Oh! All on the ground. It's sinking. It's sinking sand. When you are standing on Christ. All on the standing ground. It's sinking sand. My hope is built on, on nothing, nothing else. But Jesus. Righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest spring, but holding me on Jesus' name. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' love and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest spring. Your healing is taking place. Your deliverance is taking place. The Lord is turning your situation around. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. You walk on the sea. You will walk in the storms. You will sail to the other end. Receive your miracle. The church of prayer. Clap your hands. Pray. Say in the night of Jesus. Something is changing. My situation is changing. I will never. I will never. Drown. I will never. Drown. Devil. Devil. You will start. But you will finish. Clap your hands. Pray. Pray. In the name of Jesus. The are the order is speaking. Your order is speaking. The order is speaking. The order is speaking. Jesus, you are walking through. You are walking through. You are breaking through. Receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Receive your healing. 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 Receive your deliverance. Pray. 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 
He's coming. He's coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. He's coming. He's coming. The all-knowing God who knows the end from the beginning, he will never leave us alone. Come on, let's go to the chorus. We are in your hands. Spiritism, occultism, satanism, and all kinds of worships in that place, lodges, Freemason, and all. The vice chancellor is my good friend, and I pray with him regularly, and he tells me the forces. Oh, that that campus and all the big campuses, Jesus Christ. The American liberalism. The Yale University liberal, liberalism, the, the, the Harvard liberalism, liberalism, oh, we have copycats all over here. No fear for God. In that crusade, I came, I confronted the witches and the forces of darkness. Powerful. The huge crowd. 
Saturday when I finished the crusade, my convoy and my team, so Mama Rita was in my car, but she had come to the crusade from another place, so she came in her own car, so she joined my car, so that day she joined my car, so my car is in a convoy, and then Mama Rita's car is in a convoy, and then our armor bearers usually uh, two cars also in the convoy. Now, on this occasion, Saturday, June, that's this June, when we finished, on the N1, we heard that one vehicle in our convoy had had an accident at the Awoshin traffic light. The accident was four in one accident. So the first two cars had jammed each other. And while they had parked, trying to sort themselves out, other vehicles will be coming from the other end. And when they see green, they are coming top speed because they want to cross the tra- traffic line before the green will. Only to find out that, hey, there's an accident. So this car hit our convoy. Dead. Another car came to hit their car. So four cars accident. So my then they, we got a phone call in my car. They said, Daddy, uh, one of our cars is involved in an accident at the junction. So when we get there, we should stop and then to, you know, find out what we can do. So when we got there, then I stopped. Then Mama Rita's car also carrying our armor bearers and her armor bearers also stopped. So long chain. And then cars will be coming from the other end. So I said, hey, we are standing at a very dangerous spot. So I said to the driver in Mama Rita's car, move your car to safety. And then when you move, we shall also move, which I will be the last person I will also move my car to safety. So he moved. Just when he moved and my driver sat and he ignited my engine, then there was a huge truck. Didn't know what was happening at the traffic light. Had seen green and wanted to go through. So he was coming, huge truck. When he got to my vehicle and he would have slammed into my head and crushed me down like nobody's business. Then an angel of the Lord held the man steering, moved him from the highway onto the pavement to the shops. In other words, if that day was not an evening night and people were working there, he would kill people like nobody's business. So two choices. Either he will veer off, kill people, or he will come at my car and he didn't know who was in the car. Boom! Pavement! Pam! 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 Smoke! Boom! I felt this celerity in my car. I was quiet. Calm. Terrified. 
not negatively, but terrified at the power of God. Shaking. Quiet. Mama Rita was out of the car, was trying to sort uh, our vehicle, which was in accident. Serious accident. Broke uh, the back shaft and died. Oh. Because the speed with which they are coming, they never see until they get close. So why is when my driver moved the car and my wife came to join me, then my driver said, for me, the presence of daddy stopped and prevented this accident. And the driver rushed there to find out if something was wrong with the driver the, of the truck. He was shaking. He said, what is happening? There's an accident. Then they asked him, do you know the car you were going to jump into? Is that Apostle General? Then he said, I just felt that I should just fear off. Anything that will happen should happen. It happened in June, Saturday. The following day I came to preach here, I didn't mention it. Because I was still trying to understand how you are driving and God will place an angel behind you. And then when a huge truck is coming, the angel will just say, not here. Go that way. There is a man who has an unfinished assignment. Hey, Radi. Usem. Hey, Radi. Can you go to somebody and say, the Lord, you are in the hands of the Lord. That's somebody you are in the hands of God. That's somebody you are in the hands of Clap your hands and lift up your hands. Clap your hands and worship. You are in the hands of God. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will sustain you. The Lord will hold you. Cheer up, cheer up, cheer up, cheer up. I am here. You and your children will be in safety. You'll be secure. You'll be safe. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will preserve you. The Lord will protect you. You have an unfinished assignment. You have an unfinished assignment. 
finished the assignment. You haven't finished your work. this week. The word of wisdom from this week. The storm that threatens your life has been conquered by the one who created it. Comma. Because the storm identifies his voice. It identifies the voice of the creator and obeys him. Quotation close. Psalm Crunchy Ankara. It's on the screen. Hash, dark age wisdom. The storm that threatens your life has been conquered by the one who created it. Because the storm identifies the voice of the creator and obeys him. The storm which was covering somebody's head was under the feet of somebody. Why? Because the storm has a voice. Can, he, he, he can understand. Has a voice. Can speak. And they identified the voice of the creator. The one who created. The one who made the storm. When he says be still. Be quiet. He has to obey. He has to obey. In the, in the Mark gospel. The, the, the one over there. Uh, the experience over there is amazing. I love it. He, he, he said, when he got up and he said to the storm, be quiet, be still. Stop threatening my people. Stop threatening us. You know, I am that I am. I am here. When I am here, you can't threaten my sons and my daughters. Be quiet. And the sea and the waves and the storm obeyed. Why? Because the creator of the storm was speaking. Then they go. King James, what manner of man is this? That the sea and the waves and the storm obey him. What manner of man is this? But the new King James will say, who can this be? That the sea and the storm and the wind obey. Who can this be? But my favorite is the revised standard version. The revised standard version. Who then is this? That the sea and the winds obey. Who then? 
they've been walking with him cannot understand who then is this if you cannot see Jesus it is the reason why you come to the altar and when you come to the altar you see somebody's tears and sacrifice lie on the altar the person has come to pray and has placed his sacrifice on the altar when you come two things are here somebody's money and then Jesus but you can't catch his visibility you can't see him so you go and take the money the altar that others come to receive power the altar that somebody was pregnant and came to the altar and that God gave her a child the altar that people place their their, their examination uh, uh, materials and God gives them bread to the altar that people place their CVs and God gives them jobs the altar that people come to place their immigration document and God grants them the immigration status the altar that people come and place their medications they drink the medication and they are healed the altar is the same place others, others come to steal why? Because to see Jesus is not that easy it's not easy. It, it requires spiritual effort. And they saw Jesus. I'm wrapping up. Peter said, okay, Jesus, if it's you, then let me come. I, I also want to walk. But I will never walk until you command me to come. If you command me to come, I will come. Jesus said, come. And then Peter took his leg and stepped. And he saw that he was walking. Then he took some few steps. He was walking. And then I don't know what happened. He just lost two things. First, he lost his focus on Jesus. And number two, his heart shifted from the command, come. And then he began to see the boisterousness of the waves. And then when he saw the boisterousness of the waves, then he began to sink. And then he screamed, Jesus, I'm sinking. Save me. The Lord held his hand. And then the question Jesus asked him is, 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 is a lot of food for thought. Oh, man of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, in other words, he had enough faith, little, to be able to walk and to be able to move mountains. Because Jesus already said, if your faith is little like the master seed, you can tell this mountain, be thou removed, and the mountain will remove. So, there was no question about his faith. His faith was okay. Enough to move mountains, enough to make him walk, enough to make him float, enough to let him walk to safety. So what then happened? Number one, he received the spirit of doubt. So how do you receive the spirit of doubt? Simple. Number one, when you shift your eyes off Jesus. And two, when you shift your heart off his command. Doubt will enter. Now because doubt is the opposite of faith, you cannot define faith by saying, faith is keeping your eyes upon Jesus and keeping your heart focused on his word. Let me demonstrate that. Son, take my iPad and hold it for five minutes until I finish. Say, hold on. And take your notebook. Sit down. The iPad is with you. Do you know that by touching my iPad this week, somebody is going to buy an iPad for you? (laughs) 
you better start clapping. You better start rejoicing because this week your ears will hear some good news. I receive it. This week your phone will ring. I receive you it. You receive a text message. I receive it. Clap your hands and scream, I receive it. I receive it. Let the devil hear you and shout again and say, I receive I receive it. Sit down. Sit down. Sons, daughters, how did my iPad get into his hand? My iPad got into his hand because I commanded him, I gave him a word to go for my iPad. So the iPad is in his hand by the word from my mouth. So why was Peter walking on the sea? Why was he exercising authority like his master? He was exercising authority like his master because his master has spoken the word. So Peter walking on the sea was Peter walking in the word of the Lord. Anytime you walk in the word of the Lord, your faith is connected. Anytime you walk in the word of the Lord, doubt is removed. Your faith is connected, doubt is removed. When you fix your eyes on the visibility of Jesus, when you see Jesus and you are always looking onto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, your faith is strong. Doubt is conquered. When your heart is fixed in his word and you walk, you walk in the obedience of his word, your faith is connected. Doubt is overcome. Why? Did you lose your little faith, Peter? Why did you doubt? You come to the altar and you are in need of money. You come and there is Jesus and there is money. And you chose not to see Jesus but to see the money and you say, ah, God has answered my prayer. God knows I'm in need of money. No, God doesn't answer that kind of prayer. If God answers that kind of prayer, the ICT camera wouldn't have caught you for us to sack you. Why did you doubt? Why did you remove your eyes from Jesus after looking at the storm? Can I ask you a question? When you have crisis, who do you look to? The crisis or Christ? The storm or Jesus? There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our hands and voice, praise. As we lift our voice, it's you. Who do you see in your storms and your crisis? Start from the beginning for me. At the center it's only Jesus. When you focus your eyes upon Jesus and your heart is in his word. Jesus Christ gives two long commands. No, his command 
And his word is very simple. Come. That's all he told Peter. Peter. Peter said, tell me to come, then I'll walk. He said, come. Sometimes Jesus will tell you, wait. 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 Be patient. Sometimes Jesus will tell you, just forgive. So said, forgive. Just, just walk in that word and you are walking on the storm. Wait. Don't rush into that marriage. Don't rush. Rush. Wait. Don't go to bed with him. Don't go to bed with him. Going to bed with him is not guaranteed that he will marry you. Don't go to bed. If he loves you, he'll rush to the altar. Not going to bed with you. Wait. 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 Come. Wait. Sit. 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 That's how Jesus Christ instructs us. Simple, simple instructions. But that is what will lead you to your iPad. That is what will lead you to your husband. That is what will lead you to your wife. That's what will lead you to your promotion. That's what will make you walk on top of the storm. Simple, simple instructions. Give, give, pay your tithe. Give tithe. Give, simple, simple. Close your zip, simple. Simple. Pray. Pray. Simple instruction, but loaded. Simple, but loaded. Come. And he was walking. He only started sinking when he removed his eyes from Jesus, number two. When he shifted his heart from the command, the instruction, the word. as you started walking towards me, the Lord said, this woman, you have tried many, many, many things and it didn't work. This time, what is going to work is the word that you are hearing from me. Jesus and your heart. If you can focus on Jesus and your heart is connected to the word. That's what Jesus said to me. And all other things fail. But today you are going to see all other ground and sinking ground Disappointment is over. The doors that close are opening now. Opportunities are coming now. Restoration is coming.
angels coming. It's yours. You will never miss it. Say the Lord. Pipe, die, pour, nela, tusa. Why are glory and name? In the name of Jesus. Say, 
prophesy, let the devil hear you. Prophesy, shout, scream it, receive it, receive it. Break through, break through, break through, break through, break through. This message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.